Welcome, everyone, to the inaugural episode of Krypton to Alderaan. That's right, the podcast that, as a baby, was put in a rocket and shot off its planet before it exploded. Then it crash-landed on another planet, got adopted, as a teenager was sent off-planet in a diplomatic mission, and then watched that planet explode. And now it's here on Earth. Yay! <laughs> 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 Not a good track record for the podcast. But it's here now to bring you this week's nerd news. We're going to talk about comic books. We're going to talk about movies. We're going to talk about comic book movies. We're going to talk about Star Wars. It's probably mostly going to be Star Wars, honestly. So, I'm Joey, and with me as always, and also for the very first time, is Royce. Robin. Lorelai. And we're here to bring you all the nerdy pop culture news that you didn't know you wanted until you heard it from us. So up first, let's talk about uh, the Joker trailer. So my question to you guys, to the group, about the Joker, sorry, about Joker, the trailer. Lose that's the, the the. That's the best way. Joker, the trailer. Does it, like, jive with what you th- believe the Joker to be? Like, your ideal Joker, what we've grown up with. Animated TV shows, movies, comic books, action figures. Something. Yeah. Does it live up to what you expect the Joker to be? Okay, that's fine. I'll go first. Let's start with me. <laughs> Let's start with me. What do you think, Joe? Joey, we're going to Joe first. I'm at this stage where if they called this movie anything else besides the Joker, I'd probably be on board. But it doesn't live up to what I want to see as the Joker. I don't want my Joker to have a backstory. Like I just want him to come out of nowhere. Just his psychosis stems from a response to Batman. Like hmm. he just exists. I don't want him to be like, my dad left us or beat me or everyone's always picked on me. I just want him to come into existence because of Batman. I think in the animated TV show and in some animated movies and in the comic books, it all varies. He starts off as a criminal, dons the red hood, Batman pushes him into a vat of acid, and then he becomes the Joker. There's never a real backstory into the Joker, and that's what I like most. I just like thinking he's this agent of chaos. So how do you guys feel? What do you think of the trailer? Does it get you? Does it get you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't. I think I'm on the opposite side as you. Like, my initial reaction was like, "Oh, he is a person," and you haven't seen that before. So, if you're gonna make a new iteration of any character, give him something new to chew on. So it's different than what you're used to, but I kind of like that where he's just on the bus. He's like amusing the kid. No, I really like. Uh, I really like those scenes. I really like that stuff from the trailer because it's how long is it going to take for him to go? Like, is that going to be in the first five minutes? Like, like, are you going to get too much backstory? I think we might get too much, but I don't know. But also that, like, I really like that stuff in the trailer. Like, that's what I mean when I say I'd like it if it was called something else. Like, it's heartbreaking when the woman's like, could you stop bothering my kid? Or when his psychiatrist is like, we're not going to be meeting anymore. I think there's a lot of good stuff, like, psychology-wise in the movie. People like rooting for someone, and you're like, I hope he's going to be a good guy, and then he, like, kind of turns bad. And maybe maybe you feel for him being a bad guy, too. Kind of like a Breaking Bad scenario, you know? We're yeah. like, oh, he's just getting beaten down. So I can see why he's like, I'm going to take my slice of the pie and it is being a bad guy. This is why you don't like the movie because he's a bad guy. The bad guy's <laughs> the main hate character. Bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Robin? 
So I think it looks awesome. I think it looks like the best DC movie they've done since Christopher Nolan's Batman because DC's completely lost my interest and I think they've made garbage for the past however many years. We're not making any friends well, on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, it's. it definitely seems like it's going to be dark, but it's not like, like not of, your classic like, oh, creatures of the night. Like it's like almost a normal story. Yeah, but like none of the other trailers even have made me want to go see the movie. They all look just not good. But this trailer looks like a really good movie and it looks like it's going to be like dark and creepy. And I usually don't like backstories, but it seems like it's actually going to be like an interesting story. Yeah. I'm into learning more about him. I want to know. Yeah. I think it looks good. Because otherwise, like you said, he just pops up and you're like, he's crazy. He's the anti-Batman. He's just crazy. Yeah. He's all theatrical and stuff. But like you clearly get to see how like maybe he's starting in comedy or whatever. He wants to be a comedian. I like that. I want to see where that goes when he's on the late night show. Something's going to go down there. Gasses the audience with Joker gas like in The Dark Knight returns not rises the joker goes on a late night tv show and he gasses the audience with joker gas and the audience all laughs to death anyway (laughs) uh good right so maybe i'm wrong maybe you guys are wrong who's to say i'm sure lots of people are with you do you have a joker in your mind that this does or does not live up to i kind of was thinking about it in terms of like what's going on today like we see crazy people pop up out of the woodwork all the time nowadays. And it's like, oh, but he was bullied as a kid. And it's like, I don't care, you know? Yeah, some lady was mean to you on a bus. That doesn't mean you get to go kill a bunch of people. Maybe they'll come up in it. That would make sense. Yeah. Everyone's on board but you. Yes. Well, that's, I think, I feel like that's usually the way it is. <laughs> okay, good. And that's the Joker. I mean, Joker. <laughs> Joker, the trailer. So I've said before that frequently Terminator trailers come out and they get you amped up for the film and they always initially look good. And then you see the movie and you're just like, why did they do this? So with that being said, I think this trailer looks really good. Here's my question. We love questions. Yeah. How the fuck does a machine grow a beard? (laughs) And it goes gray. It goes gray too. What do you, like, we've made these... Machines that look like humans so well, they can grow hair and then also the hair grays as they age. That's my question. How? (laughs) Well, my question is, how are they even aging? Shouldn't it just be? He should look exactly the same, you would think. Yeah. It's just programmed in. You're going to get old and die like everyone else. Maybe not die. You're just going to start looking old. I thought it made him look cool. Like you have to distinguish him somehow. Like, well, you can't really character. If he looked exactly the same, you'd have to CG him like, crazy to begin like with. Like de-aging technology, but yeah. But that's, that's a solution there. And then you see him and you, he's seen some shit and he's been around and it plays to the character of that Terminator. Yeah. Otherwise, like the newer Terminators are all like young kids, basically, you know? Right. Not kids, but they're, they're young. Young Terminators. Yeah. Just wee little Terminators. That would be a great rap name. <laughs> young Terminator. <laughs> so has he, he's retired and he lives in a house in the country in this movie? Is that... Maybe he's got a job, you know. He's a farmer. Just making ends meet. You always go to the <laughs> Thanos thing. Just I everyone, didn't say, I didn't everyone, every main character who quits something and goes and lives somewhere else, you've now, you've now stamped this Thanos well, like going and living on, on, on a farm in the middle of nowhere. It looks like. <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's he's working he's, on the he's, ranch. He's pulled a Thanos and now he has a farm. Yeah. And- he's probably selling organic vegetables at the farmers market. Yep. Well, 
I guess we'll see. So there's I think a couple the trailer of things to touch good, on. There's a ton of stuff in the trailer. There's like, a ton of stuff. Lots of stuff happens. What did I say? I said on on content that we may or may not have previously recorded that we will get the entire movie in trailer form, and there's no doubt about it. So we will see this movie before we see it on the big screen. But there's a couple of big points to hit on. We've been, up until this point, assuming that the woman that, that Sarah Connor and Grace are protecting is sort of the next Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor has said in previous trailers, like I was her. So maybe she's carrying the baby that's supposed to be the next John Connor. Yeah, somebody from the future knows something about that. Right. And even Grace in this trailer, Grace says to her, if something like, if you don't make it, everyone dies. So she's a pretty integral part of maybe pushing Judgment Day further down the line. I mean, the good thing about pushing the end of the world further and further is you could just keep making fucking movies. You can't be like, (laughs) well, we... We solved it. We solved the problem. That's the end of Terminator. All the Terminators are... They lived happily ever after. Yeah, but there's one thing I want to point out specifically in this trailer that that came up, and it's Sarah Connor and Arnold Schwarzenegger's T-800 having a conversation. And she says, when this is all over, I will kill you. And he says something like, I understand. What do we think about that? They got to end all he technology. He killed John Connor? No, he's like, like a, he's she a has a he's vendetta of, against him. When they open the door, when they when she's first reintroduced to that character, she's going to shoot him with a shotgun. Right, right. So I'm thinking like he's either killed John Connor or he's gotten John Connor killed. They're somehow. not on good terms, right? The look on her face is that of surprise in the trailer, and I'm just wondering like, is Eddie Furlong coming back as John Connor in like flashbacks? And this the Arnold Schwarzenegger, this Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator has done something that's either either dire- caused his death in some way. I think that's too deep. I think it's just like you are You're also part of Skynet, so we just can't trust you by default. But it's a direct sequel. It it's def it's certainly now we know a direct sequel to Terminator Two. She's referencing Judgment Day being in nineteen ninety seven. She's also dead in Terminator Three Rise of the Machines. You also said it but earlier the timeline that before we started recording, you were like, Well, it's just a good line. Yeah. It's a great line. When this line. over I'm gonna kill you. Like oh, that makes me wanna see what happens. Does she do it? I yeah. Don't know. Maybe he kills her. Who knows? But there's no John Connor in the trailer. Is John Connor dead? I think this is, this is that really why we're too much into it? I don't know. It's, it's yeah. we're just gonna it's go just watch a, stuff. It's just blow a blow up, up movie, and we're gonna cut go people see apart. It. My whole body is a weapon. If I'm remembering correctly, that scene is also very similar to one in Terminator Two. He just goes to, into the police district and is just cutting up. A lot of that looked like stuff we'd seen before. Yeah, like the skulls being, you know, like right, like roads of skeletons just and roads stuff. of skulls. I like. I really, really like the shot where Sarah Connor gets out of the car and she's got like the huge machine gun. That is a really cool looking shot. And it's just like a person with a gun, but it, it looks awesome. Yeah. Here's another thing about Terminator. The other two members in this room have never seen any Terminator movie. So just seeing a trailer then, what's, what is your reaction? We're going to go to Lorelai. Sarah Connor seems cool. Yeah. She's badass. But I mean, I haven't seen any of them. So it's like hard to even, like what time are we in? Many. Many times. Or <laughs> many in the future? Time many? travel is a factor. No, it's normally in oh, okay. the past. I think this one is set in present day. Okay. So we've had- but somebody comes back from the future. Yes. Oh. And is like, stuff happens. We have to do the this. Bubble. Oh, that's the, why they're the trying bubble. to save the, save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah, situation. exactly. Gotcha. 
I mean, it seems cool. I probably should see the other movies first. We can but also, all of if them. it's just a blow up, you know, if things is just about shit blowing up, then maybe I don't need to see them. I think you're gonna get the gist of it right away. No, that's the whole thing because like that's there why are they a make lot of them like this, right? They know that a lot of people might not have seen. And they're the movie, spread so out. It's not like the yeah. Marvel movies where there's like one every summer. Yeah. So people are gonna be behind regardless. Mm, that's my take. What about you, Robin? I think it looks like a blow stuff up movie, and I don't understand the appeal. Yeah, wow. you didn't even want to see stuff blow up. That's a hot take. So, but it's blow stuff up and also time travel and end of the world. It really checks and a lot of boxes. Robots and maybe robot people, which are called cyborgs. That's over. This is the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow, what a great discussion. Yeah, here's a seamless transition into the next thing. Star wipe. So we're going to talk about D23. We're going to talk about news from D23. We're going to save all the not Star Wars news of D23 for a future episode. But for right now, we're going to talk about D23 Star Wars news in a segment that I like to call Star Wars Roundtable. So D23, Kathleen Kennedy came out on stage and introduced the Cassian Andor K2SO spy TV show for Disney+. Plus. So, does anyone like the idea of this? Is K2SO's fun. He's so fun. You know what we need more in Star Wars? We'll touch on this again later. We need more wacky one-liner droids. <laughs> I love Alan Tudyk with all of my being. But why do we keep doing this? It sounds like this, this is going to be their buddy cop show. That's great. You know, good cop, bad cop but, kind of thing. Uh, he said spy oriented. Mm-hmm. He shows up in Rogue One and you're like- Kills a guy in an alley. Yeah, this guy is like, whoa, he's on a mission. I don't know, that's kind of a cool character in general, regardless of what you think of Rogue One or whatever. He's a guy that's just getting stuff done for the rebellion, like no matter the stakes. And he's like, it's going to be okay. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> that's pretty pretty badass. And then K2SO is like similar in that, but he also just has no filter. Yeah, he's like, this is going to be okay. Pew, 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 pew. We're just going to keep killing everybody. <laughs> yeah. Bodies are piling up. Cassian, <laughs> you're next, K. You're next, K. No, that's, a, <laughs> that that's a the thing? Family Guy ripoff. Oh, okay. No, uh, I don't know. I, I like the buddy cop pairing of those two guys. Yeah. I think that could be interesting. Not needed, but... No, certainly not. The idea of Rogue One is we get to see them steal the plans for the Death Star. Right. And now we get to see them think about stealing the plans for the Death Star. There's other rebel stuff going on. There's all kinds of rebel stuff going on. You know what's good content for that? Star Wars Rebels. Give it a watch. Anyway, how do you feel about it? I think the same thing of the TV show as I thought of Rogue One. I don't think we need it. All right. I think it's completely unnecessary. But they're doing it because there's a fun, wacky droid. But And they can make toys. Mm. You're going to have a giant life-size K2SO that you can press a button and he says fun stuff. Yes. And syncs with your phone. Just because you have the BB-8 <laughs> But that's what they do. They have several of those now, like all sorts of different droids. Yeah. Everything we ever talk about on this podcast is all going to revolve around a studio wanting to make toys. So this says the series is set before Rogue One. Yeah. And it can't be after. Because K2SO is dead. They both die. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And that it We don't f- know about Cassian. He's what are you talking about? Could make it. I don't remember the end of it Rogue blows One. Up. Anyway, it says it follows his adventures as a rebel spy during the formative years of the rebellion before Luke. Very short synopsis. Uh, let's go around the room and say one say just one last thought. I don't care. Mm. 
I don't need it. <laughs> Great. I would like to point out, maybe we should have put this up top, is we are all very big Star Wars fans. We love Star Wars so much. And because of that, we also hate Star Wars so much. It gets to be a real problem, like the deck, like inside, just too... It's a balance of the force, really. You don't really. know what the stuff is going to be till it comes out. Like, you can't just hate it before it's out. You have to... Oh, I'm not test. saying that I necessarily specifically hate this, which I think that I will, but I'm just saying in general, I hate Star Wars because of all of this that they do to us. What they do to us. What are they doing to us? They're tearing us apart. Well, people that like Rogue One are going to like this series probably, you know? Are there people who like Rogue One? Are there people who like Rogue One is the real question I'm here. sure. Maybe more like casual fans that are like, ha, it's that droid that says stuff. Well, didn't Russ really like Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah. And he's not a huge Star he's not, Wars he person. Doesn't, he doesn't get really bent out of shape about the fandom. He's not super deep in it. And he's like, that was the best Star Wars. Like, I think it's my brother's favorite Star Wars. Yeah, it's my least favorite Star Wars. Are there people who like Rogue One? Yeah. Are they wrong? Who's to say? <laughs> no, I think I'm to say, me. Yeah, they're wrong. I said it. <laughs> We're saying it right here, right now. With that being said, is a better medium for this type of story a comic book? I know Disney Plus is trying to like make a name for themselves, but having been a fan of the comic book medium for as long as I have been, I would go and pay three bucks for an issue of Cassian and K2SO, buddy cop duo, traveling the galaxy, than watching the Disney Plus show. That's the end of that thing. Now this is the next That's thing. That's the end of that chapter. What do they say in Futurama? Interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, The Clone Wars Season 7. I would appeal to any Star Wars fan out there listening to this to watch the animated series. They're in canon. So if you want the full effect of the in-canon universe... You just got to watch these shows and they're really good. You just got to get through like some of the Clone Wars animated show for it to get good, but it does get good and it's worth a watch. And so the Clone Wars between season six and season seven, it's been a while. So it's like back by popular demand and Disney Plus is looking to make a thing. It's coming out February 2020. And there, there were a lot of questions at the end of season six. So Ahsoka Tano, probably the best character in Star Wars ever is leaving the Jedi. She's left the Jedi Order because she was accused of crimes that she didn't commit. And she, her eyes were kind of opened about the Jedi and their role in the war. They're not exactly peacekeepers. They're acting as warriors. And she leaves the Jedi Order. And this seems season seven seems to be following her after that a little bit. And then her reintroduction into the Clone Wars. Now, I'm not necessarily sure if she comes back into the Jedi Order, but she certainly certainly comes back into the Clone Wars and maybe even gets her own clone squadron. We also know that some of the clones don't betray their Jedi in Order 66, like Rex. And maybe that's the special squadron. They're like that. loyal clones. Well, there's a point where Rex removes the chip that's in his head so he doesn't succumb to Order 66 and he doesn't betray Anakin. So we will we'll see that happen, presumably. There's a lot of stuff to go on. So having seen the trailer from Star Wars Celebration, would this interest you, would seeing this trailer interest you in the in-canon story that you have not been subject to yet? I don't particularly care. Is it only because it's a cartoon? No, no, because I've watched a bunch of it. I just have and caught all of it. So I need to catch all of it maybe to care. The film universe means more to me than the TV universe, even though they're the same or whatever, all, all the same canon. Like if Ahsoka shows up in the film, that might be a different story. 
You know what I mean? Maul shows up in solo and you're like, what the heck? And maybe you can Oh, that's just the worst. Whatever. <clears throat> but no, I don't I feel like you can miss it and still enjoy the film universe. It's, it's not like required reading material. Maybe I'm wrong. You made <laughs> Let a good, us know. I made a good sales right. pitch. The double lightsaber thing looks cool. You can have better lightsabers. Are they not all the same? <laughs> he does. He's like, maybe they're better. I don't know. Maybe he made them more balanced because he does bring balance to things, Anakin. That's one thing about uh, it. What do you think? <laughs> I think it seems kind of cool, but I would put it in line with like Rogue One and Solo. I don't need the additional backstories of different characters. And So from my perspective, it was very cool to go into things like the clones like there's a lot of clone heavy areas of the animated show where we learn about the clones and about their sort of identities and what happens after Jango Fett dies and cl- but clones continue to be made and the inhibitor chip that's put in their brain that's the reason for but Order there's, 66. There's more stuff. But there's but it's the it makes you feel a certain way about the clones. Whereas the movie dedicated to the clones is probably the worst Star Wars movie. By, you don't get to know any clones. By populace, yeah. But the show, you just get so clony. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's move to the next thing. So they officially walked Ewan McGregor out on stage to take up his part as Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's official now as of D23 that Ewan McGregor is playing Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Disney Plus series. The D23 stuff has not got me any more interested in this than I was. It's too early. I'm not really excited about this. I'm not really sure what there is to do. It's going to be Wolverine Origins, where Obi-Wan's version of us seeing, finally seeing where he gets his leather jacket is going to be like, oh, he chose the name Ben. And that's it, dude. There's nothing else to do on Tatooine. You can't watch Little Baby. He tries to sign up to be a stormtrooper. And they're like, (laughs) "What's, what's your name? You can't watch Little Baby Luke. Everyone thinks you're a hermit. So you've been a hermit for a while. That wizard's just a crazy old man. Jabba's still alive. So you haven't taken him out and all his nefarious doings. You haven't done anything on Tatooine. There's nothing for that show. So to you're get. not stoked for that show. I would love to be stoked for the show. I'm pr- like, I'm cautiously stoked because I like that character and I like Ewan McGregor. I, he was like one of the better parts of the prequels. I think he could carry that on and probably knows like how important it is not to screw it up, but they may screw it up. Yeah, because they, they love screwing up. He's just a love characters. He's just, he just stands where people tell him to stand. There's no like, he's not going to be in control fault, of what the yeah. show is, but he could become a better Jedi, I guess. Meditate some. What if I mean, Qui Gon is in it? I'm sure Qui Gon will be in it. Like, I'm sure there will be I'm force in. ghosts. I'm sure he'll like commune <laughs> with Yoda. But if it was like a cool Obi Wan adventure where he bounces around the galaxy, maybe like looking for Jedi temples or trying to protect Jedi from Vader, that would be much more enjoyable to me than him just being on Tatooine hmm. fighting thugs. Do something with him. Can't just put him on. Ta- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Do you know? What if they turn it into like a uh, Obi-Wan SVU and he just bounces around the galaxy Doing solving, Jedi shit. solving crimes? I mean... Bringing justice to the galaxy. Dude, apparently I'd you be... can chop someone's arm off in the cantina and like it's all good. So I'm sure he's like lightsabered some people in his day. Dude, I want to see how he gets to that point. That's not very Obi-Wan, is it? You're just losing an man. arm for tossing around my buddy here. <laughs> You're right. It's going to be him drinking at the bar being like, Ugh. Yeah. My life sucks. This planet sucks. It's double hot. There's two suns. 
tough one. I think it could be cool, though, if they play off, like, the old man Logan kind of thing where he's just, he's seen so much stuff and he has so much wisdom and he, like, knows there's this kid and he's like, one day shit's gonna hit the fan. But you're right. Like, what is he doing in yeah, between there? Anything he'll exciting? Get metal claws. What if instead of metal claws, he gets... Lightsaber claws? Yeah. <laughs> and every time he gets mad, you just hear... <laughs> what if he goes, like, he goes full... He goes full castaway, and he's got like a beach ball, like a, a Tatooine beach ball, right? But the beach ball is just General Darth- Grievous's head. I was going to go with Vader. Like, you know, he like misses his buddy, you know? <laughs> so that's good. But then you find out that everything else that's happened in the franchise was just his island hallucination. <laughs> the whole franchise we is ruined made up. Star Wars. <laughs> what if they did something crazy? It's just him on the planet, there's no music, and it's just him doing stuff. It's like the Fly episode of Breaking Bad, but it's not Ryan Johnson. Just kind of out there he's raking just, sand. Yeah. It's like just Thanos on got, the farm. No, the he's first episode planet. is him just doing his laundry. Yeah, no, he's got a planet. It's just one big zen garden. Yeah. He's just got to rake the whole thing. No, it ends, and you're like, it's, oh, what's that uh, rubber? Yeah, with the tire? Doesn't matter. Yeah. We just lost everybody. <laughs> the movie Rubber. Yeah, with the tire. The 90-minute the movie that we couldn't even finish. Oh, did we watch that together? I think we tried several times. Yeah. What's, how is it like that? The, the, the Rubber, it, the movie like, about the, the point? tire. Right. The, the car evil tire, tire. That blows things up. Right. Like, but the can, narrator at the beginning says something to the effect of like, does anything matter? Oh, I don't know. Whatever. It's very Nothing. odd. There's And there's like no point to it other than you're just being entertained. So there's no point. It's just Obi-Wan doing Obi-Wan That's stuff. such a dangerous and like, guess path what? to go down. This is what he was doing the whole time because he was waiting I mean. for shit so to hit the don't fan. don't make the show. Yeah, well, it's... Do something else. What do you want him to be doing? Playing pool at the cantina with his lightsaber? It ruins everyone's game. You destroy all the stuff. He's not even good at pool, but he just cheats all the time with the force. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe I'm on board a little bit. On to the next thing. Uh, Let's talk about The Mandalorian. So The Mandalorian's gonna be the first of the Disney Plus shows gonna come out right in November as soon as Disney Plus drops. So, cast. We've got the guy from Game of Thrones playing the Mandalorian. We've got the lady from Deadpool playing somebody. We'll say their name. So okay, good. So Pe- good right now. <laughs> we've got Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones. We've got Gina Carano from Deadpool. We've got Tego Waititi from, man, all kinds of stuff. He's Korg. You know him. He's Korg. Carl Weathers. And we've got that guy who plays the bad guy in a whole bunch of stuff, right? He was in... Bad Guy in Revolution. Yeah, that bad show guy in where Breaking they bad. shut off all the power and everything. Yeah, he's the bad guy. So maybe he's Giancarlo. the bad guy. Yeah, whatever. Esposito. Esposito. That's his life. <laughs> Um, so is Taika Waititi playing a droid? He's so playing IG, here we go again. He's IG-11. I told you this would come back up. We've got another show with a quirky, another buddy, a seemingly buddy cop show with a quirky droid. I'm typically not into the quirky droids, especially the new ones, but I do really like the person playing it, yes. and I think it's going to be awesome well, for so that So do you reason. know the, the story behind the droid? No. <laughs> do it's you? A, yes. So the deal with the droid is it looks like a droid from the Star Wars universe that everybody Everybody already knows IG-88, but it's not IG-88. 
it's IG-11. This IG-11 gets confused for IG-88, and it's supposed to be like a point of contention with the character, like, I'm not IG. But why wouldn't you just make him IG-88? Boba Fett and IG-88 would make a lot of sense as the main characters <laughs> yeah. for the Mandalorian. Sure would. And they just could have called it Boba Fett. Weren't they saying for a while they were possibly going to, wasn't that yes. one of the rumors was a yeah. Boba Fett standalone? And, yeah, it should just be that. I'm sure that droid, though, will be cool. I think that will be interesting. To oh, see. it'll make a great toy. It spins all kinds of ways. Jon Favreau hasn't really steered us wrong yet. I mean, he brought us the MCU. So another part of this is legendary director Werner Herzog is cast in this show. So him and John Favreau know each other somehow. Maybe they're friends, but he's cast in the show. He's the guy at the end who's like, Bounty hunting is a, is a whatever profession, wouldn't you agree? Whatever the fuck he says. But he did an interview with the Associated Press that I recommend everybody watch that sold me on this show. I was not sold. I predicted for me that it would be better than Obi-Wan, but that I didn't care at all about it. Like it had no interest to me. But Werner Herzog's interview with the Associated Press sold me. I'm like on board. I'm ex I'm actually excited for this show. It looks good. There's a lot of practical effects. Yeah, I think it uh, like visually looks really cool. Yeah, this trailer like got me interested in the story. I'm excited to see what role Werner Herzog plays. He seems to play a pretty important role. The thing that gets me the most with new Star Wars content is when it looks like old Star Wars content and they start on the damn Stormtrooper helmets and that's like the coolest looking thing ever is a Stormtrooper helmet. You the know clone, exactly what that is. Phase 2 clone trooper helmets are better but I know what you're saying. You Go see ahead. it though and then yeah. like you said it looks like practical or whatever and you're like that's just so cool and they're like murdering the Stormtroopers. It's great. It's on a desert planet or whatever. You just get the vibe and it feels good so that sells you right up front. You're like yeah it's Star Wars looking stuff. I love that there was no dialogue for like the 90% of the trailer and that the only dialogue that was in there was like bounty hunting's pretty crazy stuff, right? You just sound just like Werner Herzog. That's that, <laughs> but that's the right amount of stuff to give away because you're like, look, there's all this slow paced, like Western y stuff going on. Look good, felt good, much more excited than was before the trailer. Agreed. Robin. I'm still not super excited. Visually, it looks a lot like Rogue One to me, so that immediately turns me completely off. Rogue One looked great, though. I guess. I was not really into it, though, and it looks very similar. However, IG-11 uh -huh. has me very excited because I think that's going to be awesome. So I will watch for him. <laughs> Sold on one thing. IG-11, yes. take Watiti. Two things. Droids. We Droids. It goes against everything I've said previously is that what we don't need in Star Wars movies are more, is another movie built around a main character and a quirky droid. Let's count them. We've got C-3PO. We've got K-2SO. We've got IG-11. I feel like there was a fourth when I did this earlier. Does BB-8 count? No. Oh, this is the one from Solo that gets put into the Millennium Falcon. Don't even remember the name. Yeah. But yeah, L L L3. Sure. L3. She gets put in the Millennium Falcon. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into the, the big thing that came out of D23, I think, for all of us in this room, was the Rise of Skywalker footage. They didn't necessarily call it a trailer, but they released the footage from you the- You mean the rerun? The, from the convention. <laughs> rerun? Half of it's a rerun. Dude, there's a lot of new stuff in that footage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
the, well, the end of it. Yeah. I think it's like three minutes long, and the last like minute twenty is right is new ish footage. I don't know. I would really like to actually know how much there Remember was because it starts the the whole first half is a rerun. Yeah. Gets you pretty pumped, but rerun and then it goes this Christmas. They still haven't shown you any new footage yet, but the music's getting freaking awesome. Yeah. I, and I also don't like the way it's cut. Like the things that happen on the big music parts, kind of weird sequence. Yeah. But let's talk about the new stuff. All right, all the old bullshit. We see, like, the original trilogy. We see clips from the original trilogy, and then we see clips from the prequel trilogy, and then we see clips from the new trilogy. And everyone grabs hands, and they're helping each other up, and there's the moment where Han Solo's touching Ben Solo's face, and we wanted him to say, we wanted Han Solo to say, I love you, and Ben to say, I know, but that didn't happen. He just threw him in a pit. (laughs) I hate you. I know. And... And uh, we get to the new footage, which I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about. Can you hand me the feeling lightsaber? (laughs) Yes, Joe. You're not allowed to feel yet. Feeling lightsaber. I'll talk about my feelings about the new footage. But I want us all to talk about it. Sure. But specifically... Specifically, specifically, <laughs> specifically, I wonder at this point, because we haven't talked about this off air, so we were saving it for on air, but I would like to know like what everyone's theories are specific to the important gotcha moments of this footage, like Kylo and Ray fighting on that, whatever it is. Is it like a ship? Might be a ship. I have a theory of what it might be. My theories might Death have Star already stuff, been... It might be Crash Death Star stuff. I have a new theory based on this trailer. And it might be known what that planet is and where they are. And I just haven't seen it or looked it up because I want to see if I'm right or not. But anyway, we see Rey and Kylo fighting on this ship that maybe is on a water planet. Or maybe it's just stormy, but it's raining and there's waves. And then we see Rey with a double-bladed red lightsaber. We've got maybe an evil C-3PO with red eyes, which has happened in the comic books. There's a lot of stuff. So did this new footage make us feel like we're going to get a good movie, but also the culmination of this trilogy? They didn't show a bunch. Like, you don't know what's going on. There's just a bunch of random scenes and you can make up like a bunch of theories or whatever. I don't know. The thing, but it's his secret. It's his. What does he call it? What is JJ Abrams' thing? Magic box, mystery box, mystery box. It's his mystery box, man. You're not gonna know. This could all be fake footage. For fuck's sake, for all Mm. we know, it could just all be fake. I don't know. There's a lightsaber duel. There wasn't a lightsaber duel really in like the last one. What? There was the most amazing part of the last one was the lightsaber fight with the guard with Snoke's guards. Wasn't really a lightsaber duel. It was like a melee fest. Well, wasn't there also one with uh, Kylo and... No, that was a like, try and catch me. All right, I feel like you're... Royce has a very specific definition of a duel, which involves two people. I need to hear. Dueling. I need to... Wait, this is my time. But you need to... Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there was none of that. There was none of the two lightsabers clashing together. As far, I, I don't know, I could, you could fact check me. But they show a lightsaber duel. There wasn't really a duel in the last one. There was more of a like, we should be best friends between Kylo and Rey. It's my favorite so part So they of that confirm movie. that they're going to fight each other. There was only moments of like, should we be friends or frenemies? And they didn't really work that out. They were like, to be determined. 
Yeah. They didn't show a lot. I don't know what to infer as far as storyline, but there is going to be a duel, and everybody says that that's like the first five minutes of the movie kind of thing. Like, they don't show you the meat and potatoes in Star Wars. Like, that's going to be early on or whatever. But they show that lightsaber duelly scene, and then you hear Palpatine and Vader or whatever, and that's that does not get me excited. Yeah, what do we think? Palpatine, no Palpatine? What do we think is going to happen? He's clearly in it, but... Didn't they release a poster and he's in the background? He's looking over everybody. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like it's celebration, like that could have been a diversion. Yeah. And they're just like, you know, Ian McDermott is here, get excited or whatever. But now he's like in the trailer trailer. And so we hear him and we hear Vader and we see Ray. Maybe it's still the version. It could be. Who knows? Yeah. We see Ray with the double bladed red lightsaber. Um, Your journey towards the dark side will be complete. Yeah. So they show Ray. You hear Palpatine, you hear Vader, and then they show Rey. She looks kind of weird. She's got the red lightsaber. Mad evil looking, right? The consensus of theories is that it's like a Jedi Temple vision a la right. Luke in that. She's you know, an evil Rey. I think that maybe based on the interaction, based on her going into the goo pit in, <laughs> in The Last Jedi and seeing multiple versions of herself when she was looking for her family, mm-hmm. you know, in the those mirrors... Right. Where she saw it of herself. Based on that, that maybe, and other things in this trailer, that maybe Ray is a clone. She doesn't look right in that scene. She doesn't look right. But maybe she's a clone of someone, of either someone we know or someone we don't know. Mary, maybe Mara Jade, and that's why Solo recognized her, and maybe Luke recognized her, and... Maybe they're fighting. Maybe that duel is taking place on Camino. Maybe that's Camino, and maybe that's the destroyed cloning facility that we're seeing. There's like it's, land there, though, that they're kind of on. Is there? Is that land? It looks like a thing. It looks like a. Oh, I don't know. Who knows? Part of a ship, either a down Death Star or maybe something like Camino, or maybe some other cloning facility, and maybe that's where Palpatine comes from. Because we know, I don't think it's in canon anymore, but they're bringing cloned. other stuff back into canon. But that he was cloned, yeah. and so I think it could be possible that she's a clone. There's just an evil version of Rey. I don't want any new things introduced or tied in. Just like continue story, end story. There's there's Rey and there's Kylo. One of them gets to kill the other one. <laughs> they keep it simple. Come on. Keep Come it on. simple. Maybe and they, they get switch. guidance. Maybe they switch. Maybe it's like Rey goes bad and Kylo goes good. Yeah. And they can get guidance from, you know. It's like, I killed my dad. And Leia's like, he loved you. And Kylo's like, I know. Well, so <laughs> they say that John Williams is going to sneak <laughs> oh, in. Oh, like, dead. All, John Williams is supposed to use like a little bit of all the themes. Like that sounds a little ridiculous yeah. with how much music there is. But he's supposedly like, you're going to put a little bit of everything in. So they're going to bring back like every character as well. Dude, Darth Maul Force Ghost? You would think they play Duel of Fates, Darth Maul would show up. I kind of associate it with that. Maybe maybe, maybe that Rey's a clone of Darth Maul and that's why she's got the dual lightsaber. I don't know. It that's just, my new theory! But it just seems like <laughs> right, if they cram all the musical themes in and then they're going to cram all this crazy story stuff in and then Palpatine and Palpatine wasn't in the other two and no, stop. Just Kylo and Rey, one of you kill each other and this will be done with it. So Kylo's the big bad for you? Well, it would have been Snoke from like day one because then they set up like, no, Snoke stole our baby away from us. And then you killed Snoke. So Snoke's not really there anymore. And then Palpatine's come in and and it's, I was still pulling the strings. I know Snoke was there, but it was really me. Like there's going to be so much fodder for people. How long? Is this going to be a five hour movie? 
You think? Because we're introducing new characters. There are like 10,000 Star Destroyers. Where did all those Star Destroyers oh, come yeah, from? Oh, yeah, we're not even... Yeah, you're right. That was a cool scene, like the armada of Star Destroyers. Yeah. Robin, what do you think of the Rise of Skywalker trailer? Uh, footage. Footage. The special look. <laughs> it doesn't look super great. I don't like the uh, double lightsaber because you're definitely supposed to be like, ooh, Darth Maul. Because no one else has a double lightsaber. They also almost right before that showed Darth Maul lighting up his double lightsaber. It's a little cheap. You're definitely supposed to be like, oh, yeah? Is it is No, it Darth like Maul? Joe was saying about Terminator, like yeah. that's a scene you put in just to get people like super stoked oh. or whatever. And it's a cheap, cheap move. Her face right. looks super CGI. What if it's not Ray at all? What if this is a trick? What if it's Darth Maul? Maybe. Go ahead. Is there anything in the trailer you were psyched about? Or that had you interested? No. Overall, I'm excited. No, just flat out no. Yeah. Overall, I'm excited to see it because it's J.J. Abrams. You want to know? He's he's gonna fix what got fucked up, and I think it's gonna be a good movie. The not trailer didn't really show anything that made me super excited. Trailer. Yeah, I am excited to see. There's it. There's no story yet. Help. It's just like the Mandalorian trailer. There's stuff there, and you have to infer what you'll infer from it. Like at some point when we get more story and more like dialogue. There's no dialogue from the trailer except for the yeah. Probably gonna be a bad guy if you listen to what I have to say. <laughs> That's the only stuff in there. Yeah. The Palpatine thing is not where you go, in my opinion. Well, I think bringing back any character like that is cheap, like Palpatine, or if they were gonna say it's Darth Maul or whatever. Like, I mean, it might be cool if they're like, we're looking at the old Death Star to find some kyber crystals or something, and they're like, holy cow, there's a ghost, and it's like Palpatine, and he's there for a second. Because like Yoda shows up just for like a second in Last yeah, he's Jedi. Like, you really read those books? Yeah. Come the fuck on. Did you read those books? Yeah. That's what you. Yeah, but that's all he's there from there for in that scene. <laughs> the fuck know? on, come. You read those books? <laughs> <laughs> You actually read those? <laughs> Real page turners, were they? I really like that scene also. Listen, we're turning around on The Rise of Skywalker, and I'm turning around on The Last Jedi. Hmm. I really like that Yoda scene. I thought that was the best part of the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that scene. We were walking down the streets of Boston, I the three that's... of us, and, Laura, and Robin and I were talking about how much we liked that Yoda scene, and Royce was like, this is the time for Star Wars to end. <laughs> There's a lightsaber battle in it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, um, I need to see more. I'm sure I'll like it because I like a lot of J.J. Abrams stuff. Yeah. So I'm sure in J.J. we trust, but... I don't want to see more. I'd be much happier going to the theater in December with no other trailers, just with expectations. Yeah, I would agree. But we're going to feel that way about everything we talk about. There's going to be too many trailers for everything. everything that we put on the list here. And that's just part of the problem. It will all be revealed. So you, you see everything out of context there and the marketing people chop up the trailer. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't make any sense. We're pretty close. I mean, it's September. Star Wars is usually pretty good about, at least with the main ti the main timeline continuity stuff, keeping things under wraps or or misdirects, which is nice, especially when J.J. Abrams is. In they it. had to put the Ray scene in there for maximum buzz. Yeah. So whether or not it means anything for the story, it's great media buzz. Yeah. We're talking about it. I think that we can be considered media. We will. I hope that we're considered media from this point on or whenever we post You're this. welcome, Disney. Yeah, you're welcome, world. Kathleen Kennedy, if you're listening. Current theories are she's a clone or 
that's not really her, and it's CGI'd, and it's somebody Yeah, else. I'm sure it's a vision of some sort, and you can put it in the trailer because it doesn't mean anything. Great. All right, so overall, with everything we've talked about, what's everyone looking forward to the most? Between Clone Wars, Mandalorian, Obi-Wan, we probably don't even have to say Cassian and K2SO, and uh, Rise of Skywalker. What's the thing of Star Wars that we're looking forward to the most? Mandalorian, for me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Rise of Skywalker. I would also vote for the Rise of Skywalker. For me, honestly, Clone Wars season seven. <laughs> I'm really Jones no for it. <laughs> I was. I'm. I really, really liked the animated series. I really, really liked Rebels. I'm interested to see sort of this season being a transition into the two between the two. I think it's cool that we can be like most excited about non-film properties. Like that's just cool that there's enough stuff. For, like for everybody, like we kind of mentioned earlier. We are living in a golden age of Star Wars. Yeah, you can bitch, but like take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like there's something for you. I'd rather have this much Star Wars that we can complain about than no Star Wars at all. Right, sure. You know, we're not, we're not the no people. No Star Wars is good Star Wars. We're not the people who Bad went to see. <laughs> we're not the people who went to see uh, the Phantom Menace on opening night and left crying. We're just the aftermath of that. We're the first order of that. We're the brand new evil, angry Star Wars fans who are like, you know what? I don't like this. And I'm going to say that into this microphone for people to hear. Well, we can rehash this after another, you know, letting this yeah. marinate for a little bit. Maybe our feelings will change. Stay tuned! All right, so let's transition to a segment where we discuss and or recommend some piece of content that we absorbed this week. Does okay. anybody want to go first? Royce, why don't you go first? We, we've been watching Legion, but we're still a little bit behind on that. But that's new to us. Yeah, yeah, new to yeah. you would work. Sure, let's say Legion. So Legion is cool because it's like way different than a lot of stuff. And you're kind of like, what's going on? And the filmography's wacky and the story is kind of like, you're almost conf as confused as the characters in the show sometimes as to what's going on. Figure it out as they figure it out. Out. I'm liking it. It's. I think it's a great show. It's one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Stellar reviews. Okay, mine. So I read um, comic books for a long part of my life. I read uh, Gotham White Knight. And so the sequel to that just started, Curse of the White Knight. And it's very good. I would recommend anybody going to their local comic book store and maybe picking up a couple issues or the trade of Gotham White Knight and giving it a go. It's very good. It's outside of the it's sort of an else world, else universe Batman story where Bruce Wayne is Batman and Jason Todd was the first Robin, which maybe is the catalyst for this weird universe. But the Joker, in an effort, not just Joker, the Joker, in an effort to prove himself to be better than Batman, starts taking these pills and they make him normal. And he becomes a politician in Gotham and he cleans up Gotham. Hmm. And Batman's like, you're doing a better job than me. And Joker's like, yeah. And it's <laughs> so much more than that, a great story. And I'm reading the sequel to it. And it's also so far good. Sweet. So pick it up. If anyone is listening from the region of Nyack, New York, go to Funny Business Comic Book Store and see my man Chris and ask him for some Batman comic books and he'll hook you up. And now for everyone's favorite segment for the first time ever, a surprise segment that I'm just throwing out there right now. Is everybody surprised? Are you all surprised? I'm it's so surprise surprised. Segment. All right. Everyone's favorite segment for the first time ever, Joey asks the room a question that they weren't aware they were going to be asked. This needs a new name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who was the Phantom Menace? Was there a Phantom Menace? The title of that movie 
Did it have any meaning whatsoever? Everyone answered the question. Nobody knew that the Sith were going on. That was like the whole thing. They were like, Sith, the Boon Extinct, The Sith were the years. Phantom Menace? Yeah. What does Phantom Menace mean to anybody? It's a, just a great name. <laughs> the threat that no one knew was there. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That we was all, the whole thing. Had... So the Sith was the Phantom Menace question answered. What a fun segment that was. You're welcome for clearing <laughs> that up for you. This confusion for the last 20 years. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> 20 years. Yep. Wow. Is it really? Yeah. 1999. Happy anniversary, the Phantom Menace. Thanks so much for ruining everything. <laughs> This has been Krypton to Alderaan. This was our first episode. Hopefully you put up with all of it so far. If you want to reach out to us, let us know what you liked, what you didn't like, anything like that. We can be reached at kryptontoalderaan at gmail.com. You can find us at Krypton Alderaan on Twitter because Krypton to Alderaan too long. was too long. Even with the number two, it was too long. Fun fact. We can end them all with fun facts. That's today's fun fact. So with that being said, I've been Joey. I've been Royce. I've been Robin. I've been Lorelai. And we've been Krypton, Krypton to Alderaan. Alderaan.